I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 590 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. This is your first time listening to the podcast. Please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have got a very special father-son edition of First Class Fatherhood to hit you guys with today. Ryan Mickler returns to the podcast today, and he is joining me along with his son, Brecken. Ryan and Brecken have launched a podcast, a father-son podcast, called Man in the Making, the link to the podcast is down there in today's show notes. Ryan Mickler is the host of the extremely popular Order of Man podcast, where he interviews incredible men and leaders, most recently including Tim Tebow and Dave Ramsey. Ryan is on a mission to restore masculinity and reclaim what it means to be a man. His son Brecken is following in his father's footsteps, not only by jumping behind the microphone, but by listening, learning, growing, and developing into the man that his father has set the standard for men to be. And Brecken is sharing his journey to manhood in this much-needed father-son podcast, Man in the Making. We're going to talk about that and so much more. My interview with Ryan and Brecken Mickler is straight ahead, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Ryan and Brecken Mickler was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. If you'd like to watch the father-son conversation today, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. Link is in the description of today's podcast episode. And if you guys are new to the podcast here, I highly encourage you to go back through the archives and check out so many of the awesome dads that I've had the opportunity to interview here on the podcast, including Tom Brady, Matthew McConaughey, Dana White, Tony Hawk, Jocko Willink, Steve Harvey, and so many others. Please just go through. You'll find one dad definitely that you'll be interested in listening to his fatherhood journey. And many of these dads are all included in my upcoming book, First Class Fatherhood Advice and Wisdom from High Profile Dads. The pre-order to the book is available now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, and many other outlets. It launches on April 12th, so please get over there and get yourself a pre-ordered copy of First Class Fatherhood Advice and Wisdom from High Profile Dads. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, please hit me with a rating or review over on Apple Podcasts. goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list and let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Ryan and Brecken Mickler. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Uh, joining me now, First Class Father Ryan Mickler, along with his son, Brecken. Welcome welcome back, Ryan, to First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, man, it's good to be back. Glad to be here with you today. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, well, listen, the last time I had you here, Ryan, I think it was like episode 97. I'm pushing on episode 600 now, so it's been a while. Do me a favor here, if you could, just refresh the listeners with a little bit about your background, Ryan, and what you do. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a father. I'm a husband. Um, I started Order of Men podcast in 2015, so we're about seven years now. And my goal has always been to assist men with giving them the tools and skills and resources they need to, to thrive as husbands and fathers business owners, community leaders. So uh, you said you're pushing on, what do you say, 700 episodes? 600, so, just about to hit 600. 600. Awesome. Yeah, and I think we've done uh, a little over 800 episodes at this point, you know, so 350 or so of which are interviews with incredible men. And we've got events and courses and programs, and it's been a, a cool ride, including the newest podcast that we just started with, with my son, Brecken, called Man in the Making. 
Yeah, we're going to jump right into that in a minute here. Brecken, if you could, hit the listeners. Uh, who is Brecken Mickler here? So I'm Brecken Mickler. I I guess you could say own, run. I guess you could say that. Oh, right? yeah, own. it's your business. I uh, run and own Man in the Making podcast. I think we have uh, episode 11 just released today, this morning. So it's been awesome. This is, this is my first podcast on another person's podcast. It's going to be awesome. But haven't had any guests uh, come on yet, but I'm excited to work into that too. Yeah, awesome stuff. Well, it's an honor to have you guys here today. Ryan, I love watching you on social media. It's always inspiring to see the content you're putting out. Your voice is definitely needed right now. Uh, you're always hustling, always admire that. So what was the genesis here of deciding to launch this show, Man in the Making podcast with your son? Yeah, I mean, the biggest goal is that I talk with a lot of men, obviously, on a daily basis, just by the work that we do. And a lot of these guys are fathers and uh, they've expressed some challenges and struggles with being able to connect with their own children, sons and daughters. And Brecken and I have such a great relationship anyways. We're having a lot of these conversations. And both of us thought that it might be a good idea to be able to um, have some of these conversations. Of course, not all of them, but some of them uh, that are recorded, which is beneficial for us uh, because we'll always have these conversations recorded and uh, he can look back on that. I can look back on that. But I figured since we're talking about it anyways, it might give some of the guys that, that could be served some some kindling for their own types of conversations with their kids. And so if we can be a resource, just like I have been to men over the past seven years, and also the fact that, you know, Brecken wants to be like me. And I'm I'm humbled and honored by that. And, and I have to be aware of that. And uh, if I can help him get a, 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 a leg up that maybe I didn't have when I was a kid about starting a business and using this new incredible uh, technology that we have to build a digital brand, then you bet I'm going to do that. Yeah, well said, Ryan. And Brecken, what has it been like for you now doing this podcast with your dad? Obviously, you've been watching him crush it on the podcasting scene for quite a few years now. What was it that really inspired you to want to do this with your dad? And what has the experience been like for you doing the podcast? It's been a great experience so far. I've met a lot of cool people, but it just the impact that my dad was making on men's lives. That's what really made me want to start this and help young men so they have the tools when they're younger to become great men as they tra- transition from young man to a man. That's kind of how the idea came. I don't even know how we came up with the idea. I think just one day, I think we were in Hawaii and you're like, Here's your, here's your website logo, and that's that's the logo so far, and we've just built up from there, and it's been going really, really good. Yeah, great stuff. And, and Ryan, one thing that I struggle with sometimes too, and I love that what you do is being able to be happy for other people's success. And that's something that I struggled with at the onset of doing my own podcast, to be honest. That was something that was difficult for me. And I always see you getting behind other people, even in the same space as you, and being happy for their success. And it's something I'm trying to teach my kids that, hey, I got four kids like yourself. So it's, hey, when one of us wins, we all win. We're a part of a team here. And sometimes that's difficult with some jealousy with the kids and stuff like that. So it's hard to kind of get them on board. Has there been any, and this will go to you too, Brecken, in a second, uh, has there been any of that from your other kids, the fact that you're doing this podcast, which is a special thing with your son, Brecken? Has there been any of that kind of jealousy or, hey, I want my own podcast with that? And how do you kind of get your kids to play on the same team and be happy for one another's success? Yeah, I don't I don't know if there's any jealousy. Um, none of my other children, my, my two youngest are fairly young. So them starting a podcast really 
wouldn't be on their radar at all. Uh, my second son may be interested in what we're doing as far as podcasting goes. I don't know if that's something he's totally interested in, but him and I have been working a lot of, on a lot of technology uh, when it comes to cameras and audio and visual. Uh, he's also very interested in graphic design, so he's going to get involved in that. So I, I don't know that I need to get my each one of my kids their own podcast. What what we focused on is playing to their strengths and interests. And Brecken's always had an interest of being very similar to the way that I am when it comes to our Order of Man podcast. But my second son, like I said, is more interested in the behind the scenes and technology and the graphic design. And so we're getting him involved in that way. Uh, so yeah, not all, not all of our kids need to do the same thing, but we play to their strengths. And then we hope that uh, we can help foster that and bolster and encourage that in them, the things that they're interested in, not the path that I may necessarily want them to go. Yeah, very cool. And Brecky, just a quick hitter on that about your, has your relationship changed with your brothers, with your sister since doing this podcast? Has there been anything like that? Like, oh, you're spending this time with dad doing this, anything like that? Or how has it been since you started the show? Yeah, I don't think they get like jealous. I think they support, they're supportive of me and like what I'm doing, but I don't think relationships have changed with me. I think if they have changed at all, it's just gotten stronger, stronger relationships since I'm learning from him while we're having this conversation, these conversations. So I think it's just straight strengthened the bond and relationship, uh, relationship between uh, siblings. Yeah. Well said. And, and Ryan, right now, I mean, it just seems like obviously there's been an attack on manhood here. There's been an attack on the family units. We've seen this coming for years. It just seems like now it's been played out so much over the last two years here. And it, I try to tell my, especially my older boys, that it doesn't seem like it's going to take so much for you to really just crush it here in life. The competition seems like it may not be as stiff as it once was. What are the core fundamentals here dads need to be instilling in their men, in their young men, in their young boys to prepare them to take on this world here? Yeah, I, I mean, that's a good point. And I've, I've illustrated and communicated that point as well. But we really do have to be careful of uh, comparing ourselves to other people and saying, oh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to crush the competition because really at the end of the day, I mean, there are some things if you're vying for a job, for example, that might be a competitive situation or professional sports and some of these other things. But at the end of the day, all you can do is focus on yourself. And if you're focused on what other guys are doing in society today, you're setting the bar pretty low. Uh, you, you should have your own standard, and it should be the highest standard you could possibly have. So if you're saying, hey, well, at least I'm doing better than that guy, you're really selling yourself short. So I, I, I'm very careful of that narrative and that conversation. Not that, I, not that I disagree with you. I actually do. The bar is set so low. But we need to be careful of not playing into that. Uh, low bar that society has set for manliness and masculinity and the way that we show up. But really, at the end of the day, it's just looking at what you're accomplishing, what you want to accomplish, and then striving to get that much better each and every day. Um, it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, it, there probably isn't going to be one thing that's going to set you apart based on your previous self. Uh, but if you can focus on consistency over long and sustained periods of time, um, and, and, and just really set your nose to the grindstone and get after it for years and years and years and not attach yourself necessarily to the outcome, but pride yourself on being somebody who can do daily work towards improvement. I mean, you're going to be light years ahead of what society is 
raising these uh, these young men to be. Yeah, really well said, Ryan. And I know you guys, I believe it was, uh, did you do the modern day nights or the Squire program with Bedros and uh, Ray Care? Is is that right? Is that what you guys did? Yeah, we did the Squire program, I think, last year in July or June, somewhere around there. And yeah, yeah, I wanted to ask you about your experience with that. Yeah, we've always had a, a good bond, but like I said, with siblings, it just strengthened that more, and they run a heck of an event. It's it's an awesome event, and if you ever get the chance to go to, to that, you should. It's It was amazing, and those guys are just amazing at what they do. Yeah, we're actually going to be running an event here in Maine with those guys. We had so much fun, and, um, you know, not all of it was fun. <laughs> That's yeah. the point. Uh, but we decided that we're going to partner with those guys in May and actually run an event here on our property in Maine. So we're going to have 20 or so dads come out with their boys and go through that 15 hour, you know, crucible event with their sons or their nephews. Uh, and we, we want as many men to participate in things like that as possible. You know, we have our own events that we run father son events, but like you said earlier, I'm an advocate for you and for Bedros and for anybody who's in this men's space, who's working to build up men, working to build up fathers, working to raise their sons in righteousness. So if that means that we got to do an event with Bedros and, and not our own event necessarily, then by all means, we're going to take advantage of that opportunity. Not to yeah, mention they're a great team. Yeah, they're awesome. I, I know both of them, Bedros and, and, and Ray Care, and especially for a young guy, your son, to be able to introduce the guys like this. Like I talk about on this show all the time, Ryan, the, the fatherless crisis that we have going on. It's really crippling our society with so many kids growing up with no father figure to look up to. And you talk about being a strong father and then also introducing your son to these other really well-rounded uh, individuals that could be fa- father figures as well. Uh, that, that's a great advantage, especially for a young son, Navy SEALs and these high-flying entrepreneurs and stuff like that. I mean, really, w- what was your biggest takeaway f- uh, from doing that together? Uh, was there something that you learned about yourself or your son doing, going through that experience? Do you want to start? Do you have a yeah, you have no, an idea? You, can start with that. you want me to go you first? Go okay, you, he, he wants me to go first. So, yeah, I mean, for that crucible event is really just seeing what Brecken was capable of doing, but also learning to let go as a father of my own desire and need to be involved in every single aspect of his life. Uh, There's guys like B and there's guys like Ray and other men that we're exposed to uh, who are very, very uniquely qualified in certain aspects of life that I need to be willing to let go as a father of my own ego and need to be involved in everything. And, and learned that there's other men who can speak into Brecken's life, his heart, and his soul, and his mind. And Ray's much more of a bad A than I am. Uh, Bedros is a much more successful entrepreneur than I am. And so if I think that I've got to be the sole influence of masculinity in his life, uh, you know, I'm really, I'm really missing a lot and leaving a lot on the table for him from guys that he could otherwise learn from if I would just learn to get out of the way, drop my ego and realize that there's other men who could speak to him in a way that I might not be able to speak to myself. And that's been very liberating. It's been very good for him. I've seen the improvement and the growth in his life. Uh, I see how he looks up to Ray and Bedros and his lifting coach, Sean, and other people. And I used to be intimidated by that. And now I'm grateful. You know, I'm grateful that there are other men in his life that are speaking to him in different ways, that are speaking to different parts of who he is and how he wants to grow up as a man. Um, and that is a challenge. That's something I've had to let go of. But it's been a big blessing in not only my life, but but his as well. 
incredible, Ryan, because that is not easy for a dad to do, to be able to let that go and have other men be the mentors to your kids. And Brecken, what is it like for you being around Navy SEALs and these guys? What has that really, what, did, what was your big takeaway from being around those kind of guys? Ray and Bedros are just amazing. I've learned so much from them. But from that event, I think uh, the few things I took away from that is teamwork because we had, I think Ray called them like boat. What did he call Boat crew? Them? I don't know, but yeah, boat crews. And I was the boat crew leader for a little bit, and I got to watch the teamwork. That was awesome. Uh, I think a little bit of independence, too, not not needing him around all the time, being able to to learn stuff on my own, too. And the last one was discipline. That that event needed uh, needed a lot of discipline. And those are the the main things that I learned from that event. And, and Brecken, keeping it there with you for a second here, since he's right here, what, what type of disciplinarian would you say that your dad is? Um, what's that mean? He's asking yeah. how, how disciplined oh. or how that shows up in, in life or the way that I show up. You are always, once you have your mind on something, you're locked in and you're going to keep, keep working at that, like jujitsu. I, I kind of have to force myself to go to jujitsu, but he, He's very disciplined with jujitsu and will go every chance he gets and He stays <laughs> on that path. That's the one that pops in my head. But Yeah, I mean, and it's the same thing for him, you know, and he talks about maybe being disciplined to have to go to jujitsu, but when it comes to doing powerlifting, you know, that's nothing I have to convince him to go do. In fact, he's like, Dad, we got to go. It's time. I'm, I'm 30 seconds late or whatever. Yeah. And so uh, he's very disciplined in the things that are interesting to him. And again, that goes back to what I used to used to think is that he needs to follow my path and I need to be involved in every little thing. And I've, I've graduated, I would say to that point where, Hey, if he doesn't want to do jujitsu, fine, you're going to do something physical. Maybe it's not jujitsu, maybe it's powerlifting and that's fine. You know, I, I'm fully supportive of that. I'm not an expert in that. So we bring in experts like his coach, Sean, uh, who does a tremendous job with not only him, but other youth in the neighborhood and community. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's kind of downplaying, like, I'm not disciplined to go to jujitsu, but if we were talking about powerlifting, man, the kid's, the kid's on fire. Yeah, awesome. And, and what has, and then for both of you here, I would say, uh, what has been the response, the feedback so far since beginning uh, uh, the Man in the Making podcast, Ryan? What's been the feedback from you? And then, Brecken, what has been the, the response you've gotten from some of your friends, maybe, since you started the podcast? Yeah, I mean, I love hearing from guys. One of the things that we do each and every week is we is we go through the ratings and reviews. I think he's got 300 plus yeah. five star rating and reviews or something like that on his podcast. And we read three to four each and every week. And the fact that men and, and even mothers are listening and it's men with sons and it's men with daughters and it's mothers with daughters and sons that they're listening. And it's it's giving them some some fuel. To, to be able to have their own conversations. That was our goal is, hey, we're going to have these conversations and hopefully it inspires a father to have a conversation with his son and or daughter. And, and if we, we can just give them a question uh, or, or an idea or maybe even something they disagree with, but we can give that and provide that to them and they can then in turn take that and, and have those types of conversations in the lives of their children. That's what we're all about. So anytime we get feedback like that, Man, we feel pretty good about the fact that dads are turning to their kids, kids are turning to their dads, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, what a valuable resource for so many parents. Brecken, what about you? What kind of feedback have you gotten from your friends and other people? Um, on the ratings and review, I, I love 
uh, reading those every week, seeing that our stuff we're putting out is helping fathers and sons and all sorts of people have these conversations that need to be had. But at Lifting, all my buddies have checked out the podcast. They've given me shirt ideas. One of my buddies, I have a shirt sketched up for him, and it's awesome. The community, everyone's tuning into the podcast, which is just awesome. Yeah, very cool. And the last thing I want to hit you with here, Brecken, is what kind of advice do you have for other kids that are listening here that are interested in starting a podcast? What kind of advice would you give them about getting going? It's, it's not a lot of information, but I would say just do it because you, you need to start somewhere and you just need to stick with it. I feel like not a lot of people, but some people get on the track of, say, starting a podcast and it's, it doesn't work out for them and they just quit. So just just stay with it and it will pay off in the end, I think. Yeah, and Ryan, I'll hit you with the last question here in a second here. But what what obviously you got this going on. You got it seems like you got your hand in so many different pots here. What's the big goal for you? What's what's the plans for this year? What what do you see for yourself in the future here? What are you working towards? Yeah, I mean I'm from the outside looking in, it might it might seem like I've got my hand in a lot of different pots, but all of those pots are very focused on a, a certain lane right my, my goal is to help men is to help boys is to help young men um I'll, I'll become more capable proficient strong independent men um so whether i need to hit it here at, at my level my peers you know 40 years old now and i'm addressing those guys who are going through the same issues as me or maybe bringing in a 60 year old man who uh has some great experience that i don't yet have that can bring an insight and a perspective that's not available to me because i'm not to that stage of my life uh, but I also realize that, you know, if we can start a young and we can get these guys when they're, you know, 10, 15, 18 years old, there's a there's a great quote um, by I believe it's Douglas Wilson. He says, if boys don't learn, men won't know. So we're willing to hit it at all angles. And I'm always open and receptive. I don't have an end goal. There isn't some sort of end goal that I have or some sort of place where we arrive where, you know, I, I sell out the business and, and, and take a hefty paycheck. Man, we're all in this thing on a day-to-day basis, and we're going to roll with the punches. We're going to be open and receptive to new ideas and new technology that's available to spread this mission of reclaiming and restoring masculinity. And uh, I, I, I wish I had a better answer of, like, this is where we're going. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm having for dinner tonight, let alone what we're going to be doing in the next one, two, three, five years. But I know the path we're on right now is the right one, and we're all in on this thing. Yeah, great stuff. And then, Brecken, maybe just one more for you there then, too. At this stage of the game, do you have any idea what you think you want to do as far as a career path? And has doing this stuff with your dad maybe changed that from what it might have been before? I uh, I haven't thought too much on a career yet, but the things I like to do, podcasting has always been an interest for me. Uh, animals, biology, lifting, hunting, all that stuff that I don't know exact career yet, but that's what I want to focus on in in my life till i get to that that point where i need to choose a career very cool all right ryan last thing i want to hit you with here i'd love to ask all the dads that get on the podcast what advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening it's a little counterintuitive and it's probably not advice that a lot of guys hear but your job when you become a father is to put yourself out of work you know and so so many of us as fathers whether it's new fathers or fathers that have been around for you know 15 years in my case almost 14 uh, you know, we pride ourselves on being involved and engaged in every facet of their life. And we pride ourselves on them needing to come to us and us having good answers for them. And certainly there's value in that. 
but I found that there's a real tremendous sense of pride in knowing that my son and my other sons and daughter are not going to perpetually be kids, but that I'm raising adults. I'm raising men and women, not children. So my sole objective is to put myself out of work. So the conversations that I have with Brecken and the conversation I have with my other children, uh, the way that I might father or not necessarily answer their questions, but try to help them find answers to their own questions is always with the perspective and the idea that I'm, I'm here to serve them as future adults. And there's going to come a point in time in the next five years or so with Brecken where, yeah, I will still be involved, but he's going to be out of the house and doing his own thing. And I need to know that he can stand on his own two feet, which means that I need to get out of my way, out of his way and, and our way at times and let him fumble a little bit and struggle through things so that he can come up with solutions to his own problems. So again, the, your primary objective as a father, when you become a father, is to render yourself obsolete, just to put yourself out of work. And that's bittersweet. Believe me, it's bittersweet. Yeah, I, I love that. I love the message. It's been an honor for me. Ryan Mickler, your first class father all the way. Brecken, thank you guys for giving me a few minutes of your time here today on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you. What a great opportunity. We love what you're doing. And um, you're, you're actually leading off. Brecken will be doing more of these. We have, I think we have another interview in a week or two where we're both going to join another podcast, but you are the first. So you will always have that destination. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Brecken, thank you so much, man. Yeah, thank you. That was That was awesome. Thanks so much. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Ryan and Brecken Mickler for giving me a few minutes of their time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Don't forget my new book, First Class Fatherhood Advice and Wisdom from High Profile Dads, is currently available for pre order on Target, Walmart, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and many other outlets. Ryan Mickler is one of the dads who you will be hearing some dad advice from in the book. So I encourage you guys to get over there, grab yourself a pre order copy the book launches on april 12th that's all i got for you guys today i'm alec lace thank you for listening to first class fatherhood and please remember guys we are not babysitters we are fathers and we're not just fathers we are first class fathers Oh,